We're bringing the fun. We're bringing the thunder. We are Thunder, flesh and blood down under. Fluke, how good is this? You're going to go by Fluke or John? <laughs> we haven't even talked about that. Yeah, we haven't talked about that team. What am I going to go by, Paul or the tall Timmy? I feel like you're both, and you're gonna sometimes be one or the other. <laughs> we already talked about that. We do. Like, you're gonna you're gonna be Paul sometimes and tall Timmy sometimes, mm. and that's unavoidable. Well, unfortunately, it's funny. Even in my household, I usually call you by fluke. Yeah. However, sometimes when I do say John, everyone looks at me and go. Who the bloody hell is John? Who are you talking about? Even my kids know you as Fluke. They absolutely love it. It's it's not a bad thing. It, I'm both. Yeah. Um. So I've got a bit of a checklist, guys. This is episode one. Uh, yes. Bear with us. Feedback and everything. The main focus has been just actually getting time to do it. Um. We'll try and we'll try and get fancy with it. But for now, um. You guys know me maybe as Fluke or John. My channel's Fluke and Box. Across is Tall Timmy or Paul, and he's got a channel as well. We're stark opposites <laughs> in, in the sense of content creators, right? Yeah, look, you can assume that. Um, I, you know, the, the funny thing is, is can you believe it? Like, Fluke and myself, John and me, we live very close together, okay? We're located in Sydney, Australia, and this is, I believe this is possibly the only, or maybe possibly the only in-person uh, podcast that's rocking around at the moment. And we're going to try hard to represent, you know, APAC, Australia, New Zealand. And we're, we both live very close. And believe it or not, is uh, when Fluke went to a local game store, that was my original LGS from my Magic the Gathering days. Yep. And, um, literally walking distance. From literally here. walking distance from Fluke's house. It's so good. And they recommended that you watch me. Is that correct? Is that how well, we connected? Lindsay said, my friend mm-hmm. has a channel for Flesh and Blood. And this was COVID day. So Lindsay, like if you know the store, he, he's easily five meters away from me. I'm at the door. He left my bag at the door to pick up because it's click and collect. Through the mask, yelling over, told Timmy, Mike, what? And then I'm typing it into YouTube, subscribed and went home. <laughs> And then the first time I saw you was actually on Louie Kitchen Table okay. TCG's um, YouTube <laughs> channel. That's a throwback. Yeah, you did an episode with him. That was <laughs> many, many moons ago. Oh, yeah. And That's then when I liked Louie. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> I commented on that video, and then I believe you were trying to get in touch with me via Instagram. I think I got an Instagram, because I didn't have Twitter, yeah. which would have been quicker. Instagram, I don't know. I got in touch with you. I, I literally don't turn on notifications to anything. So please, team, like, if you're trying to get in touch with Tag me, him on Twitter. He definitely responds if you at him on Twitter. He find, he sees that. I do. I do. <laughs> I do indeed. I'm, I'm like a bloody crack addict when it comes to Twitter. But Twitter, hey, Flesh and Blood Twitter is phenomenal. If you <laughs> look... I am. I was very uh, bearish about Twitter, but once I got involved in it, it's it's really uh, good. Fab is good. It's it's really is good. It's really good. So yeah. So Fluke got in touch with me, and uh, since then it's been fantastic, and we've become quite intimate, and um, we share intimate. Yeah, very intimate. You talk about the unboxing video. <laughs> the unboxing, release <laughs> the tension. That is Fluke's favorite card team. You know, I went back and watched that. That was a phenomenal video. Yeah, it was. It was good. It was good. So you know, Fluke, otherwise known as the Ideas Man, I'm just, I'm just here to, you know, uh, fill the gaps, pretty much. But 
you know, our content is very different. Um, you know, Fluke uh, does, I guess, more long-form unboxing videos, whereas I basically have a bit of a shit show going on. And uh, <laughs> I have yours is more entertainment-based, while mine's yeah. more opening and discussion-based. Because you do skits, like you actually do skits. I I have, I, you know, to me it's just time constraint. I have that many ideas bouncing around in my head, yep. but I just can't find time to do them all. But I still haven't found my rhythm. And a big shout out to Sloop Dupe, you know. I, I many uh, Quite a few months ago, I think it was maybe even last year, Fluke and myself had a very long conversation and Fluke was talking to me about how he got into the rhythm of his channel and he picked his lane, his run with it. And Fluke, you're having awesome success now. But You're talking about Sloop. Uh, Sloop, not Sloop. Fluke. Yeah, 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 because correct. you told me that, so it's Sloop. It's he, Sloop. He was, he was in a rut, like he felt he was in a rut. Yeah. And, and if you look at his channel now, like every video is 1.5K, 2K. That's more than some of the way bigger, bigger inverted commas channels. In the Sloop is killing it. And he is killing it. And Guess I number one, should we do Sloop? Team, what Or do you should think? we do... Look, I've muted it. This Yazi. guy. <laughs> yeah, hey, Yazi, you know, he's our best mate. Unbelievable. He's what? the only other Aussie YouTuber <laughs> That's inactive right. at the moment again. Exactly, exactly. So right now in the chairs here, we have the number one Australian, <laughs> by the numbers anyway, the most popular yeah. uh, flesh and blood uh, YouTuber here, Fluke, and I think I might be a very close second. Not yeah, we don't count Arsenal past Hayden because he's not even a citizen, I don't think. No, and no, no. Hayden's a Kiwi. And, and half that channel is American. Yeah, exactly. Texan, of all things. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's right. Don't go to that airport, <laughs> trust me, team. And, um, yeah, so the I guess, you know, what's the intent of the podcast? What are we doing here? What are we doing? Well, we, we have we, so we've talked about, okay, Paul and I consume podcasts. We consume a flesh lot. and blood content, right? We're in this space, but we're, I would actually say we're both more fans than we are content creators. Um, if that exactly. comes across in our content, good, because I definitely, I'm a fan first. I'm not someone that feels like my voice is important in this space. I only really talk because people ask me questions. Or I never even talked in my unboxing videos till people were like, hey, it's weird when you just open without talking. Like opening an alpha box and not saying a I word. remember those old videos. Yeah, it was like ASMR, you mm -hmm. know. Um, but what we wanted was, aside from um, when we make videos together, it's entertaining. We thought there's no truly... I'm going to use the word positive loosely because there's many definitions, I believe, of what positive is. But there's no, like, hype channel, like, hype podcast. Because I don't care about the negatives. I deal with that shit in my personal life. I deal with that shit in my professional life. I'm in crypto. I've lost six figures in crypto. Negativity is everywhere. But this is my hobby, and I just want to promote it and grow it and have fun. And fun is the key, I think. Fun, funder. Funder. There's many plays on that word. You, you're going to soon find out. Exactly. It, it, yeah, there is many, many plays on that. And, and I'm the same team. Look, by nature, you know, I can be a very, very um, analytical, pessimistic person. I can pick apart anything, team. I truly can. And, you know, flesh and blood, it's a hobby. It's a passion. Um, I like to come here to unwind, relax, um, you know, uh, escape basically and, and have fun and connect with people, um, like-minded people. So again, it would be 
you know, low-hanging fruit for me to pick gaps in the game. We, we all know, you know... Oh, there's gaps. There's gaps, of there's course. There's gaps in the print runs and there's gaps yeah, in the... of course. There's you know. gaps in the dual deck. There's... <laughs> I keep calling it dual deck because there's a magic deck. The classic... But but that's it's like also crying about speed. This is my issue with it, right? If it was like an electronic game, mm. I understand that if I whinge loud enough and I have a big enough voice, maybe they'll patch it or fix it. If you're like talking crap about a game that's been printed six months ago, I don't like complaining about things I can't change. I never do in my life. I don't. I don't yeah. really. I don't really. And and again, you might say, yeah, but maybe they'll change direction. But I, if you meet James White, he's way fucking smarter than I am, and he's gonna make mistakes. But the game, if you went to the proto, which is our topic for the night, you already know it's in good hands. Mm. Those guys know what the hell they're doing. Have they stuffed up? Yeah. Did they make the game during COVID? Yeah. I know. And I'm I'm just here for the ride. The second is not fun for me. I'll just jump onto another game. The last thing I'll, you'll catch me doing is talking shit about yeah. it because it I, wouldn't matter then. I have very limited disposable time. Okay. Same. I, I Very limited. So I would not invest my disposable time or money into something that I wasn't having fun with. You know, when I get into things, I I really do get into things, and I I pick it oh, very wisely. We're both wisely. pretty fanatical about Fab. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and and when I was full on into Magic for seven eight years, I didn't flirt with other games. That yeah. was my passion. And the same thing will happen with Fab. And the reason why I moved out of Magic after that good chunk of time was because it headed in a direction that I wasn't happy with. But so the intent of the channel is to. A, be a cheerleader, be positive about the channel. We also want to cover things that are happening in our local community. We really want to champion the new players um, and we want to shout out things that we see in the community that might not be um, gaining traction and and just really highlight those positive stories. We also want to, you know, we're doing something unique here. We're in person. So we want to have guests in here and instead of doing the type of, I guess, interview style of conversations, uh, interview style of podcast. We just want to have conversations with people. Yeah. And if we talk about things that are, you know, off the cuff and off point and, you know... we oh, Hopefully we have guests that aren't even fab-related. Yeah, I'm exactly. all down for that. Yeah. Exactly. If we drift off topic for 15, 20 minutes, you're yeah. just going to have to put up with it. Some so of these podcasts may go for 90 minutes, 60 minutes. Some of them may go for... You know, two and a half hours. Um, we're just we're just going to go with the flow team, and we're going to see we're gonna where it leads us. So, our, our, some of our ideas are around it being more of a radio show than a podcast. That's right. We like our own voices. That's why we have channels. But hopefully, we can shine a spotlight, like Paul said. So, uh, Australian community we feel is strong. Um, I think strong. there's less tech toxicity than like in the global sphere of fab i think there's very little toxicity in the australian scene and we're gonna try and show you guys that and how it grows in our, how, what we do our new players talk about them talk about our shops our scene uh obviously grow our local community it's hard for us to grow the u.s community or the european community the language barriers aside that's not our job but fab's global so exactly we, but we want to talk to other content creators we want to spotlight other content creators especially new ones uh th- there's a lot there's a lot we can't we don't even know what we're doing fully um feedback's appreciated 100 percent. let us know what you like seeing what you don't like but 100 percent, there will be guests on this show 100 percent, it will not always be two of us uh whether we're gonna have call-in guests like a radio show um 
whether we get in person, we've got, you know, the Sydney scene's full of very... If you watch my uh, grading video with Mateo, the spicy meatball, um, <laughs> we've got a lot of interesting, very... We have years of content if we just stick to the Look, local scene. There's a lot of characters <laughs> in the scene, just so I like it. Oh, yeah. you know, if you met me in New Jersey, I'm, I'm me. And, yeah. uh, and same with Fluke. We are characters... We're very eclectic here down under and we like to showcase that to the world. So there's plenty of opportunity here for people to come on the pod in person and we can have a good time. So let's um Who are you first? Who who are you? Me? Yes. I mean, I'm a player mm-hmm. more than a collector these days. Yep. Um trying to launch a business means my ex- disposable income is shrunk. But um that's who I am. I play fab. Mm-hmm. The rest is less important for the podcast, but we can. I'm sure we'll do episodes about. Well, I'm I'm launching a business, so eventually that'll come up on the pod when I actually launch. Um, other than me wanting to promote, I think it's interesting. It will help some people out, um, and uh, a lot of people have questions about the the business stuff. But yeah, my channel, like I said, Fluke and Box. I unbox stuff mainly, mostly. Um, trying to build some more player content. I'm gonna play the ProQuest to win. I'll be on Dory. I think um, you're gonna be on Dory, man. Axes, I went. I went th- no, Sabre? no, no. What are we Dawn doing? Dawn? Oh shit! You're going OG on us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Look, I, I am not bad at the game. Yeah, I know you're fine. I think if I spend, am I better than you though? I play more these days. You do. That's that's why. I like, but if we were gonna do, if we we're gonna do like a best of, we, five, we need to. We should do like a. We, we will. Ha, go, you will see think, a I think tournament we're similar on this level, channel, right? You say we're yeah, no, similar. I don't level? think I'm better. No, I don't. We're think we're similar. I think right now, if we played, mm. I'm I'm more warm than you are. You haven't been playing. I think when you I don't, don't I play, played a lot in New Jersey. You did. I, I played a I lot. I don't know what our records like these. You know what? It's funny because <laughs> we play armories together, but we don't match up that often. We don't. It's like once a month. I'll actually sit. But now that we have a channel together, we probably need to get like the classic battle and do like a best of five. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah, and put stakes. Like you're gonna have to shout out my channel on yours or something. <laughs> that sounds really good. Yeah, um, I'm also the only non-brute. Australian YouTuber because there's you Yahtzee and Hayden Dale, mind you, are all Reinar. Everyone plays fanatics. Brute in Australia at some point. Yeah, I, I haven't. I've been smashing with my Kasai and Blitz. Brutes haven't been a problem. They keep rolling ones on their scab skins, which really helps. That happens. <laughs> Who are you? Me. I'm basically just a filthy Timmy. Um, quite legitimately. Explain that to those of us who never played Magic. Sure. So, like... I thought your name was Timmy because I didn't know it was a phrase people use. So, yeah. <laughs> so, going back to, like, OG TCG's Magic, like, there's an archetype of a player and essentially that was broken down into a Timmy, a Spike, and a Johnny. And a Spike will always play what they perceive as the best deck. Yep. Okay? They're, they're, they're there to win. A Johnny is more preoccupied with doing crazy things you know they they're uh, johnny's i would say be like your commander player your combo player they they want to do big elaborate things they don't care if it blows up in their face or it goes off and then (laughs) timmy's are the most complicated beasts okay it's hard to actually define a timmy and i would hate to pigeonhole a timmy but you know (laughs) use your imagination but the whole point of it is i believe look Everyone is a little bit of everything, in my opinion. Sure. You know, I have spike tendencies. I have, you know, Johnny tendencies, Timmy tendencies. But I didn't believe that there was a true voice for Timmy's. And I strongly believe that 
you can only have a successful TCG when you have a legion of Timmies behind it. I think Rudy agrees. 100%. I do hear that term on his channel. Most often. most people are Timmies and they're in yep. denial. Whether you are on the spectrum, whether you're a 10 out of 10 Timmy or a 1 out of 10 Timmy, most people have a little bit of Timmy in them. Okay, it is what it is. So I'm, I'm just a big thing is, you know, having a voice for Timmies and who am I? So, you know, I've thought about doing You're this. You're tall. I'm very tall. Don't six forget the tall bit. Very, very, six foot six. me. Exactly. And, you know, I've got a YouTube channel that's basically, you know, it's just, just a, it is a bit, of, I don't even know what it is, but yeah. we have a little Your bit. Your channel is like a call center. You make a lot of phone calls. That's what yeah, I. We do it. We do everything. <laughs> I wake up in the morning and I just think, what am I going to do today? I talk to Princess Spike, that's right, my little daughter, and I say to her, "Hun, let's do this. She films and we do it. It's it's very bare bones and I've done a few podcasts, you know, I just want to shout out Push the Point, uh, uh, Fresh and Buds and, and things like that. I've explained a bit of my backstory. Yep. But essentially I'm here because I love the game. I document my journey on my channel. I try and inspire the community, get out there and participate. I'm a big believer in non digital games i'm a big believer in face-to-face interactions that's why i love what we're doing here yeah um i'm really you know i'm all about that i'm all about networking forming friendships relationships in the flesh and blood when i did a deep dive into um, the game flesh and blood and the intent behind james white's vision it just ticked every box for me so that's what I try and capture on my channel. I really want to energize the community wherever they are in the world and give people th- and try and help people have the confidence to go out there and to participate, whether they don't know anyone, they don't have the skills, and I just want to encourage them to get out there. So that's what we do. We do a bit of everything. It's a bit of fun. Um, and that's me. And I'm a filthy Timmy flesh and blood player. I love playing the game. I'm absolutely addicted to playing the game, every form of the game. I want to improve <laughs> over time and... Um, yeah, that, that's me. I, I'm just a fan. I, I consume a lot of content. I love other people's content, what they're doing. I love the game. I can't wait to see what's in store for the game's future. I think it's got a very, very exciting future. Very bright. Very bright future. Geez, team, the game's not even three years old, and they just had a bloody pro tour with, you know, a couple of thousand people probably went through the doors well, that we weekend. just got back from Jersey. Correct. Days ago, really. Let's talk I'm about not jet lagged anymore, but but we we just got back. Yeah. Um less than a week ago. Or just on a week ago. Um thirteen hundred and seventy seven is the number I remember. Unique players. That's unique players. Yeah. That's not people that were in the building. No, I don't know. No. I met there were definitely people not registered. Hundred percent. Um uh, not not counting staff either, judges. Yeah. Like there was there was a lot of people. Obviously, they wouldn't have counted James White and Chris Gearing either. There would have been a couple of thousand number. people that went through the doors. I, I, I think it could have been close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was so. Let, let's let's talk about Pro Tour. It was let's a three day event. How was your Friday? What did you do? So you sorry, you landed before Friday. That's correct. Um, I originally was going to land in uh, in America on the Wednesday before the Pro Tour, but. I thought it'd be wise for me to get there a couple of days early, just anticipating jet lag, and I managed to do that, changed my flights last minute. So I arrived there a couple of days early, and uh, I stayed in a beautiful city. Look, I've been to America a couple of times, and um, just want to shout out to all of the American listeners right now. I love the place, okay? (laughs) I, I don't know what it is about America. It's a strange land, but I love it, and I love every conversation I have with people there, um, even though Americans, uh, you know, uh, might 
we speak, you know, most of us, we speak the same language, you know, et cetera, et cetera. We are different people. I often tell people that I'm as different to an American as I am from a Chinaman. You know, I'm, we, we definitely are very different. Uh, our social cues, our worldviews, etiquette, um, everything about us is different and I absolutely love that. I love that. Um, you know, I, I think it's very spicy. So it was a great trip. The people were warm and welcoming. I stayed in a city called Union City. It was yep. about 10 minutes from the venue and it was also conveniently about 10 minutes from Manhattan. Uh, that city actually has the largest Colombian population outside of Colombia and it's the densest city per square mile in America. Okay, I did my research. So it's not a tourist destination. So I've got a great deal on Airbnb. I can tell you what, team, hot tip, if you ever go on to New Jersey for another calling, check out Union City. So I was basically in this Latino neighbourhood, pretty much, you know, <laughs> I didn't hear a lick of English being spoken for three days there. Were you like two heads taller than yeah, everyone as basically, well? Basically, yeah. basically. I pretty much learnt, I learnt a lot of Spanish in a week. I can tell you that <laughs> right now. So it was great. It was fantastic. I arrived there on the Monday before and uh, I was jet lagged for the whole trip team due to uh, just pretty much didn't sleep for 10 days. Uh, that's what you do. But the great thing about that team, the great thing about that, when I came home, I didn't have jet lag because I was still on Sydney time. So it worked out that way. See, I got there. I'm trying to even remember if I left, like what day I left now. I c anyway, it was a couple of days earlier. You got there on the Tuesday, right? I think the Tuesday, or at least I left on the Tuesday, landed on, yeah, Tuesday night. Yep. That's right, because you, you land on the same day you leave. It's Correct. the way back you lose two days or whatever. That's and right. Uh, <laughs> so w my girlfriend, Grace, wanted to come. You finally met her in Jersey yeah, instead of in New York City, actually. You didn't even meet her in Australia. Unbelievable. Yet. It's funny because, you know, I, I see my girlfriend as often as I can, but she lives in the city. So when she's working, I'm playing, which is when you see me. When she's around, I usually don't go to events because she's here. Uh, which works out for me great because she's here the days there's not many armor events, but you've never met her for that reason. Um, so we booked cheap tickets because I'm like two of us, blah, 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 more money to shop and sightsee and whatever. So the cheap tickets meant going to Canada, I think land in Toronto, Toronto, Vancouver, Vancouver, New York. It didn't make the trip lengthier, but it added a stop. Everything was running late. They lost their luggage. I'm not going to delve in because it's terrible. If you're on Twitter, you probably know. Had to get the luggage the next day. But other than that, uh, spent the first couple of days just walking around New York. Uh, pizza, bagels, you know. I was surprised how <laughs> third world it felt. Because, <laughs> look, I've been, like, I've it's lived in Sydney for a while, but I've also lived in Lebanon, right? It didn't feel that far from Lebanon. Aside from Lebanon has more bullet holes and, like, it's unregulated. It kind of has broken. a America has a wild. It's west very feel to wild. It. it has a very wild west. People feel. are telling me that New York's really um, gone shit. Not, yeah, <laughs> not all of it. But we I were feel, in Hell's Kitchen. Um, well, just I wasn't expecting rubbish on the side of the road piled up. But did you ever feel unsafe in America? I never did. I I don't feel unsafe as a rule. Yeah, like, like I, I caught the subway at night, and man. Yeah, no, I, I was didn't fine. Catch the subway though. Yeah, well, I did. I had yeah. no problem. 
No, yeah. it wasn't safety. Uh, that's, that wasn't my concern. I mm. would have left if. I but felt you know, unsafe. the media here are saying New York is getting unsafe. I didn't. I didn't think it was when I was there. You know, there was a mass shooting when we were there. Yeah, it was up in Buffalo. Yeah. That was very sad, actually. Yeah, uh, another one today too. Mm. Insane. That's terrible. But no, I, I didn't feel unsafe. Grace, on the other hand, whenever I wasn't around, got catcalled left, right, and yeah, center. Yeah. Actually, doesn't she, surprise me too. She's um shorter than me, believe it or not, and was walking ahead of me because she's more excited about getting through people and getting to the destination. I'm like with my back pain and stuff, just like whatever. If if someone wants to cut me off, I let them kind of thing. <laughs> Some guy woofed at her and then looked up and saw me. Was it a, said, was it a deep woof or like a chihuahua? Was it a woof woof or a no no woof, no? It, it was woof. a very your height, dark, handsome man. <laughs> but then he looked at me and apologized to me. He goes, oh, sorry, man. I didn't know she was with you. I'm like, why are you apologizing to me? You woofed at her. Maybe you should apologize. Anyway, what I, just, I, I don't care for that stuff. But that she was feeling unsafe when I wasn't around. A lot of guys would come up and like try and talk to her. Um, so which, what, what, what Flute's basically telling you is, is, is her... Is, is, is he saying his girlfriends are very spicy, very attractive lady? Yeah, she is. Yeah. But that's not the point. It's it's. I, th- I think men look at it sometimes and do that and think like they're just flirting or whatever. But if a girl's on her own in a strange city, last thing she wants is like fend guys off. We'll talk about this. Like in a bar, it's different because um, it's, it's sort of the setting to maybe like come sure. up and say, can I buy you a drink? Or like, hey, you look good or whatever you're trying to do. But on the street in the middle of a city, like, I don't but know. I don't know how... Year, 20 years ago, that was common in Sydney. I, it was more common in Sydney. I personally, it doesn't happen to me, so I don't want to have a strong opinion about it. Well, but no I found one, no one whistles, No one whoops at you? Not, no. Oh. <laughs> um, and I don't do much woofing myself. Okay. <laughs> if any, <laughs> not much. Look, it's it's fine. She didn't like. Um, she definitely didn't go out at night on her own. That was sure. so she just didn't feel safe to do that. But again, I think women have a completely different perspective on how safe they feel or not safe. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I felt fine. I think like you know, there's, there's people sort of accost you more often to try and hey buy this ticket to a tour bus or whatever. But um, Friday came, so no Thursday was fun because I f- Saint was busy. Now what did we do Wednesday night? Was it Wednesday night or Thursday night? I think it was Thursday night. Either way, before uh, Friday, before the Pro Tour day one. Oh, sorry. Yes, that's right. Thursday night was the banquet. Wednesday night. Thursday night. Yeah, Wednesday night we caught up with Saint. Ah, okay. Yes, see, now you're putting... I landed Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Gave Saint a day. Uh Quick story, Fabled Academy was already in town hustling, <laughs> contacting every YouTuber he could find, every player could find. So I knew he was... Fabled Academy. That, he's okay. the star. He's that, the no, star yeah. of the show. <laughs> Leah and um, Alex, Alex, uh, they're pretty much the sweetest couple in flesh and blood. They are the cutest yes. couple. And I'm telling you right now, <laughs> they are amazing people. And I really, really enjoyed my time meeting them. Yep getting to know them. Um, I spent a fair bit of time with them on the Wednesday before we met with Saint for dinner. And And then they came to Saint's office. Mm. Uh, So before that, we spent an hour in like Washington Square Park, I think it's called, walking around, did a video with me. That's a wild place. Then they weren't expecting to meet Saint, but I 
was like, Saint, can these guys meet you? He's like, yeah, why not? He, Saints just doesn't say no. <laughs> uh, it's both a good and a bad thing, I think, for him because he was he did a lot that week. But, um, yeah, and then, then we caught up for dinner. Unfortunately, and I don't know if they know this, but we'd already booked dinner at some fancy Italian restaurant uh, and then Fabled Academy plans started and we couldn't fit them in the booking and I felt bad having to say, like, we're going... Because 100% we would have gone with them. Sorry, guys, but... <laughs> I the, didn't know that. No, no, I'm <laughs> just saying, like, that, that's what happened and, and we met Saint's wife and it was it was quite good. But we're obviously glossing over details, but that was our Wednesday night. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. basically the person that uh, that crashed the, um, the double yeah. date, basically. I... I invited you yeah yeah it's it wasn't a double i i figured none of us are going to hang out while people are playing at the event with a thousand people or whatever so the more we could do before and it was good because you did get to meet grace and then we had a great dinner met holly saint's wife um but that was fun then thursday was the banquet that was incredible then i was jet lagged and i slept through it that's right. You and weren't you there, were, were you? That, yeah. So, oh, <laughs> we were. All right. Anyway, on to Friday. <laughs> yeah. No, Thursday was fun. If it wasn't for Fluke Team, I think I would have missed the whole thing. So yeah. you were messaging me. I so, was. Yeah. So I I did suffer from jet lag the whole trip. As soon as it hit about four o'clock every day, it felt like. So I let's was pause for a second. I want to shout out Matt Rogers here. Yes. I, I was messaged Matt at like one in the morning, which is like three for him or whatever. Right there ahead. And he replied, I'm like, what are you doing? And he goes, I'm sleeping New York time. And I'm like, ah, see, he's trying to win. Like, I, I, I knew UFC fighters and stuff do that when they travel. They they start eating the food where they're going, if, if it's going to be very different cuisine, and they sleep different hours. I'm like, wait, so I immediately started doing that. So I was sleeping at 8 p.m. No. Anyway, I slept at 8 a.m., uh, sorry, was waking up 8 a.m. New York time for three days before I left, and I didn't get any jet lag. Yeah, that's a smart move. Yeah. I was 4 p.m. You couldn't have done that because you have like a oh real yeah. job. Yeah, I've got thing, I've got commitments, but I was getting hit at jet lag at about 4 p.m. I was feeling like death, and then I would wake up at about oh, like I'd feel energized at 8 p.m. Yep, and um, I'd feel like death again at about one. And then I'd feel wide awake at about three, four in the morning, yeah. and that's pretty much how things went for ten days. So, <laughs> so when you it came slept to through th- most of Thursday, ah, uh, no, no, like I was meant to get there at six p.m. I had a shower. I hopped out of the shower. It was about four o'clock. I sat down on the bed and I passed out. Yeah, passed what out. What time cold. did you end up coming? I got there because, I, uh, thankfully, because I'm s- I was so close to the venue, I saw your messages rolling in at about. 6.30, I think, or, t- or 10 past 6, something like that. 10 past 6, your messages were rolling through and they woke me up because the phone was right next to my head. It was vibrating and whistling. And then I woke up and I'm like, holy shit. I was meant to be here at 6 o'clock. It's 10 past 6. And I quickly got dressed, called an Uber, and I think I got into the venue at about 5 to 7. So I was only about an hour late, um, which... Might not have been a bad thing because I heard there was a massive queue. There was. At 6 o'clock. So I missed no queue. I literally rocked up to the banquet and I just walked straight through. Yep. I didn't get checked. I didn't get stopped. There was no one lining up. It was weird because they were, they were putting on the appearance that was super strict to get in. No, nah, I just walked but straight then the through. the second that all the players went in, 
all the staff disappeared. There was no one there. Yeah, yeah. I, d- I just walked through the, the doors. Did you hear Chris Sires turns up wearing his leather hat <laughs> with the beard, right? And because he's a freaking nice guy, walks looks for staff before just strolling in. And he goes, I'm here. Can I go, can I go in? Was the first mistake. And they go, are you a player? And he goes, no. And they go, sorry, we're booked out. <laughs> he messaged him. He's like, man, they're not letting me in. I'm like... Ah, oh, so I grabbed Chris Gearing, happened to be standing right next to him. I go, you know who Chris Sires is, right? Chris is like, yeah, can we go get him? So me and Chris went and got Chris Sires in. Um, but uh, he was the only person I know of that got stopped, and I think it's because he asked. Uh, that was incredible. That was like, obviously, everyone's, um, not that everyone's nervous, but everyone is like there. Most of us haven't met. Um, so you're seeing familiar faces, but, you, like, you know, James and I did a panel answered some amazing questions. The issue was that was, so I rocked up, I think that panel was, I think it was about 10, 15 minutes into that panel. Yeah. And I could not hear the audio a thing. So they had two. I couldn't hear a thing. I realized later they, they, when they started doing more announcements, all the speakers in the building were working, but for whatever reason, that panel, they had two big subwoofer type speakers, like just facing the crowd. Like something you'd see at like a cheap rock concert. And, if you're standing right next to it, it's too loud, but you can hear it. And anywhere else, you can't hear anything. So, yeah, I walked into the venue. It was in full conversation. Yeah. I believe it was Flake and James White. And I tried to get as close as I could. I couldn't make out the audio, but, geez, I'm I'm probably part deaf. So, guys, if you haven't seen that, and you, Paul, if you haven't seen that on Flake's channel, 983 Media, whatever it's called, mm-hmm. go watch it. It's got the proper recorded okay. professional quality because he he dropped some spoilers and answered some spicy questions yeah I'll ch- about I bravo that. i'm still catching and up i've only finished yeah i've only finished that, watching that one's day a one. must watch like that was the first impression everyone just arrived and you've got james white mm. talking to like the crowds asking him questions one at a time and he doesn't shy away from answering he dropped some swear words and he the famous like, ship it. I'll tell you, yeah. And the, so someone asked about Starva, like, how the fuck did that happen? And and James White goes, man, like, I can't do the New Zealand accent. He goes, man, we were testing. This was before Seeds ban. This is before Ball Lightning ban. So they've been testing Starva for a while, is what he's saying. He goes, it was B tier at best. So I said, ship it. <laughs> and people laughed because, you know, now we know how broken Starvo is. But, but it's also a point in game design is he's trying to explain you create a vacuum. So, okay, you want Briar nerfed. Well, when Briar's nerfed, something else will come up. And Starvo took advantage of the rune blades being nerfed is basically what happened. And because there's a time delay in printing is what the whole point. But that's a very good... Um, because Flake asked some questions as well. The crowd asked some questions. Very entertaining chat. And it was very hard to experience it in person. It's better I, to watch that online. I didn't see you there when I first walked in. Yeah, I tried to get close. Like I said, I couldn't hear much. And then I'm like, okay, where yeah. are the Aussies at? <laughs> Big shout out to RC crew. Yeah, they're all at the and back left. And they're all left. at a yeah, back left table. I spotted them out and I just went, I made a beeline for there. Yeah. Grabbed some food. Jeez, there was a lot of food there. The food was great, and, and there also was a like lot a of lot food of there. yeah, a lot of food. The so food was tasty. Quick tangent, RC crew, while we bring them up. Oh yeah, okay. We were actually not there tonight. I, I would have gone if we hadn't booked the podcast in, and Paul's pretty time poor. But tonight's last last armory, armory. for RC. So yeah. what is RC crew? So RC crew is a it's an RC shop. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a remote control car hobby shop mm. that has an attached, um, you know, uh, el- like hobby shop, card shop, TCG shop. And a big um, miniatures upstairs miniatures, yeah. play area, yeah. And um, unfortunately, I don't know the details team, but the uh, I don't know if it's the RC side, but I definitely know the TCG game side has gone insolvent, I believe, or, or, or they're closing down. And tonight is their last armory. So now, in contact, guys, that's who ran the nationals. Correct. So, so they're not a, and it's also where that's Hayden Dale's local store. All the best place. So th- yeah. the, the thing is, is this was uh, uh, RC Crew Games was basically one of the early adopters of Flesh and Blood. Very from early. My like knowledge. they were buying direct from LSS. For Correct. A while. Yeah. Back in the day. So all the original players in Sydney, all the big names, the Nick Butchers, the Hayden Dales, you know, the Phillips, the Roys, you know, all the who's who's, you know. Well, they, how many people did they send? Six, eight they sent to, uh, to Pro Tour? Correct. Yeah. I think there was about eight guys yeah. from... Um, Which from one store is, is pretty good um, showings. Yeah, I think there was yeah. about eight, eight or nine of them uh, from RC Crew that went over to the Pro Tour. Um, yeah. Our head judge in Australia, Noah's from that store as well. So... It is a very it is the only level store. two judge we have in Australia. Correct. So it's a prominent store. There's stores around. These guys will find a home, but it's it's sad because it that is, is the premier. Like everyone knows, you go there and that's the highest skill level um, mm. shop for sure to play in. Look, I don't know the details around it. I, I, as far as I know, it's 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 definitely COVID related. They haven't been able to bounce back. On that note, and w- like I'm not trying to call anyone out, but it's it's obviously. I, I'm a problem solver by nature. Um, I, I support your LGS. Correct. I know that store. I'm going to put this out there because it's it's for other people. The store, the, the patrons of that store already know this. They weren't selling singles because everyone that played there already had their singles. Um, what I'm trying to say with that is not that the reason the store went insolvent is the players. What I'm saying is if you're a player and you love that store and community – make sure you support them, like in spite of pricing and things. So if you're going to pre-order anywhere and it's 10 bucks more from the store, th- that's literally the place that pays the power bill when you're there and yeah. and opens the doors. And p- like this particular place at, at the end, I don't think we're even able to pay their staff. It's part of the problem. They were getting to that point where things are tight. Like spend money in the store. I'm, te- I'm telling people, I'm not trying to fix the RC crew problem. It's not anyone's problem to fix. You in your store go spend money in it. Pre-order your product. I'm not saying spend more than you should, but if you're going to buy a tunic anyway, ask your store first. See if they'll come close to the private market price, and they just spend your money in the store. And a hundred percent, make sure if you're a store, highly consider selling flesh and blood singles. I don't know how many stores don't sell them. That look, is where the money is. Look, the, you can look. You I can get product at cost and open it and sell singles. I, I, uh, and and don't worry about your local crowd. Sell them online. Sell them on eBay. Open a card store online. Yeah. There is not enough money in events and sealed product on its own. That's that's my quick take on yeah. Yeah, yeah I've spoken about this on my channel many times. Uh, you know, fluke just address it there. Number one, if you have a local game store that you attend and you know that you can get boxes 10, 15 percent, other places pay the extra 10 15 percent and geez or at least like if you're buy, me and buy you're buying your 10 cases data. what i do yeah i buy a couple of cases from every store i play in and then i go i yeah. go to the store where i can get it very cheap or the supply and get very cheap and buy the rest of the order and but if i make sure they all like what i try and make sure is whatever allocation they get whatever's left i'll pi- i'll try and pick up and if you're playing at an armory and you can afford it 
I don't want to twist anyone's arm that can't. If you're playing in yeah. an armory and you pay your entry, buy a drink. Buy a couple of packs. Do what you can if it's within your means. Yep. And like Fluke touched on, if you're a store and you're trying to go deep on flesh and blood, you really should be considering selling singles. It's not even like just flesh all and blood. The, Any like, game like you're running the LG, in your store. Correct. The LGS scene for Magic was built on stores selling singles. It was not built, and I'm talking about Australia, okay? Yeah. I'm not 100% au fait with what's going on in other countries, but in Australia specifically, it was all built on singles, okay? Not sealed products. So I think if you want to be a profitable LGS store, you really need to be selling singles. That's um, also your only chance of the swing. So sealed product isn't swinging like it used to. You're not going to double your money on, on the new Magic set or the new Flesh and Blood set. It's not happening right now. But what can happen is Wizard gets top eight <laughs> at the Pro Tour and suddenly all those generic Wizard cards you put in a box somewhere are suddenly worth double. And they were 10 cents and now they're 30 cents because people are building Wizard decks. Anyway, that, that's I didn't want to spend the whole time. That, no, that's so unfortunate because that's happening right now, actually. That's the armory's on now. Yeah. Correct. So let's get back to the Pro Tour. Yep. RC Crew sent over a whole bunch of people. That's where I ended up on Thursday night. I ended up hanging out with that crowd and um, just soaking in the atmosphere. The tables were, you know, they had candles on the table. The atmosphere was very beautiful and it, it really felt like a celebration. And then what did we do... Um, what did we end up doing that Thursday night? We had a great night. Remember Thursday what we night. did? No, remind me. We had a dinner with Chris Size, and we had the most oh. entertaining <laughs> Uber ride I probably ever had. had. That's right. We went Holy back into... Hell. Was it Union City where we went? It was definitely Latino Ger- neighborhood. No, it was New Jersey. Yeah, sure. we, went it, to, it uh, we went to where Phil. So it was, uh, yes. it was Foo... So it was four Aussies and it was uh, Chris. Uh, Chris so it was, size, so yeah, it was uh, Fluke, myself, uh, two of the RC crew players, Phil McKay yep. and Foo, and uh, Chris Size. <laughs> we went to that Jer- Uber driver had the night of her life. I think. Yeah, we went to we went to Jersey Heights, which is uh, where the, where the, uh, those guys the food were staying. Was insane! It was great. Yeah, we went to a little restaurant there. Very late. I don't think we got there till I don't know, maybe it ten, was late. Yeah. 10, 10, 10 30 at night. We had a late dinner. And uh, look, some of my best memories for that trip team were these bloody Lyft and Uber trips. I'm telling you right now, when you when you've got a when you got a bunch of Aussies in a, in a car, um, we know how to turn it up. Um, <laughs> the way that we interact with each other and the way that we uh, mock each other, and uh, I don't think <laughs> these uh, these Uber drivers knew what hit them. Anyway, we had a very very entertaining trip. I don't know what else to say, but our lovely lady driver. Look, I don't she, think we can get into the details. I can, but being she discussed. she she basically <laughs> had to pull the car over. She was laughing so hard. Okay, she basically had to stop the car, and she could not believe the stuff that was coming out of our mouths. And most of it wasn't appropriate, but she definitely appreciated. It wasn't it. directed at her. No, not at all. She not was eavesdropping. Obviously, she has no of course. choice, and, 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 and she couldn't. She was trying to be professional, but that didn't last very long. Exactly, and. Chris Chris Size in the background was like thinking he was on a trip. Like he was just like, "What the hell is going on here?" He it's funny because I've noticed, you know, I've, I've interacted with many Americans, but being there, you can see like Americans, and then there's like the Chris Size of the world that get Aussies, like or get the humor. They're a bit more dry. There's a few of them. Yeah, Rudy's yeah. one of them too. Look, Rudy's definitely one. There, of are, there are man. There are a few Americans let's talk out about there. Friday. Oh yeah, our Fridays would have been very different. 
Okay, so so that was Thursday night. Mm. We had a great dinner. It was awesome. We parted our ways. Uh, it was it was really good. Then Friday. So if, for those of you who aren't aware, Thursday night was just check in and a banquet for the players. But if you were already in town, you could turn up. There was no event going on on Thursday, other than, like no I um, get, I actual guess, play event. Yeah, I guess the issue for me with that Thursday was is. When the initial article was released... It was confusing. It was very confusing. When the initial article was released, it sort of read like anyone who was attending the event Can was come. invited to go to the banquet. And then there was an, another follow-up tweet that was announced a couple of months later, like a few weeks before the event. But also the only people that got invites to it, actual written invites, yes, was, was the players. was the players. Yeah. And then we got another tweet 24, 48 hours before saying... There's a queue. You anyone can, up can attend, but yeah. there's a queue. So uh, I think that need... That and it was so it's so it was so was misguided because yeah. that was nowhere near capacity. Like, in no. the, it, by the way, not even half the food was eaten by Correct. the time we There left. was plenty of leftover food. And yeah. I, I knew quite a few people that if they knew they could have come... They would have come a day early they or they would have been there. Yeah, yeah so sure. anyway, either Look, there was uh, there was only very small little hiccups with the event. Like Channel yeah. 5 did a good job. The communication could have been better, but honestly, running events like this is not easy, especially if you're trying to work around LSS and what they want to do, which the banquet is not, not a normal thing for no. a card event. Because by all rights, that building, a week after we left, ran a Pokemon tournament and I think they run magic tournaments in there. So I think it's... Channel 5 will run a lot of stuff there or other companies do. Mm. But doing a banquet the day before you're doing a car game is probably a bit tricky logistically, I yeah. can imagine. It was a good time. So that Friday. was... Uh, no. Yeah. And we... No. F- let's finish on Thursday. Sure, sure. We ended up... Didn't we end back... We ended up back at the hotel. In the lobby, yeah. That's right. So we went to Chris Sire's hotel and yep. we did a Pack Wars... We did box wars. That's right. We recorded a video on his channel. Yeah, because basically all these hotel lobbies right near the venue, people were just playing fab in the lobby. So we ended up, yeah, we opened some Everfest Mm -hmm. downstairs on Chris's channel. Yep. Yep. That was a good time. And we met the winner of Chris's uh, Fable Package giveaway. That's right, the one that got They were having issues with the hotel booking. That was... The pain, <laughs> yeah, for there them, yeah, there was a pain. But w- look, we had a fun time. We had some drinks. We opened up some packs. It was a good time. So that was our Thursday. That was our Thursday night. Yeah, Friday. I look. I had a plan. <laughs> so, uh, Rudy uh, and the Unhinged Magi guys. So Dan from Open Boosters and Edwin from Magic Engineer. Uh, big uh, MTG channels. All of them. Rudy's obviously. Um, across all the card world, but uh, we saw them at the banquet. I went and said, hey, kept it short. They clearly, like Saint is in that group, and I people were interrupting the photos. I just, but I messaged Saint early in the morning going, hey, what's the plan today? Because I really wanted to try and weasel my way in. He goes... Weasel your way into what? So, me, Saint and I were staying, I'm staying close to Saint. So the idea was we Uber in, to the event, but sure. Saints playing at the event. Well, I figured Rudy and Dan and Edwin are not. They'll just wander around like me. They didn't have a plan. So I was trying to weasel my way into their group with Saint because I had to Uber in anyway with him rather than get dropped off. So I basically asked him, can I hang out with you guys? And he goes, yeah. So we turned up to the hotel Rudy and the guys were staying in. 
then Saint had to go play the Pro Tour while these guys were like half asleep because they drove 16 hours and want to have a second break. We had like a crappy breakfast and we wanted to go have a real breakfast. So when I say weasel my win, I got to spend most of Friday morning with like my biggest inspiration for getting into the card or Rudy. That was fun. That was very fun. Very so eye-opening. So you had breakfast with them? So we had breakfast like a... like. I don't know what the word is. Like they called it continental, but when there's no eggs anywhere, I don't know if it's considered breakfast. It's like that's con what a continental breakfast is. No eggs. That's what that's what it is. Okay, maybe I'm thinking like a breakfast buffet thing. I, it was just weird for a hotel breakfast to be so cheap. I guess if that's what it was. Continental like, breakfast is usually like cereals, toast, donuts. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, they weren't happy with that, which fair enough. Neither was I. So we just fed Saint there, and then we went off, walked around, found like a little father and son bagel shop around the corner uh, empty when we got there was, was this in jersey or manhattan right next to the events so okay. jersey yeah sure. um uh, had a long like a heart-to-heart -heart chat with edwin because i i've been fairly inflammatory on his videos <laughs> because i disagree and i still do with the spirit of some of those videos but um i'm also aussie well, i'm me aussie has nothing to do with it i'm very blunt and I think Dan made a comment. He's like, I thought you two were going to have a fight. I go, no, no, like on online, if I disagree with your opinion, especially if you're talking to a camera, I'm going to... Remember, gonna remember culturally, Americans and Australians are very different. Yeah. Like maybe um, I found that over there. Like, like I have yeah. zero personal issues with Edwin because I don't know him personally. Of course. And I, I'll say it because this is my channel, really. I don't have any issues with Louis from Kitchen Table TCG personally either. If I met him in real life, I'd probably give him a hug. Aside from that, if I think what you're saying is bullshit, it's bullshit. But no, I do the same with Paul. Like it, there's plenty of bullshit everywhere. And when it's my hobby, and I'm a content creator in the hobby, I feel like there's some onus on me to respond to some stuff. Regardless, Edwin and I had a great chat. And he was like, the chat went from, you don't hate me, you want to hit me, to what am I doing wrong? <laughs> <laughs> like, he was saying, like, I do my research and I look into it and I, my opinion's valid. Like, And I go, your opinion's valid, but you're doing it in a vacuum, you and your mate to a camera. There's no friction. And when people hear an opinion they disagree with and no counter voice... They get they can get emotional about it or they can respond like defensively because they're like you're attacking something I love if they perceive it as an attack. But anyway, we had this chat while we're walking to breakfast and uh, completely buried the hatchet. And then it was fun watching Rudy get accosted by by nerds all day. <laughs> like the guy can't oh, he go would anywhere. Love that. He does. He's he's actually amazing. He like, is, he's, he is. He's, to me he's famous. Like not like celebrity famous, but in the right context, he's very famous. Um, more famous than James White by far, but very has time for everyone. We'll take photos. We'll make a joke. Like he's definitely not standoffish, even though not there's nothing in it for him. Right? He's mm. just he's a nice guy. Genuinely a very nice guy. Genuinely a very generous guy. Um, he but what was great was like someone came up to me while I'm at the table with Rudy and goes, "Fluke, can I get a photo?" <laughs> I go, Rudy, see, I'm more famous than you. And he cracked up. Um, he loves Aussie humor. He loves you. I'm, I know you interacted with him. But um, that was very eye-opening, hanging out with those guys. Because I watched their, 
their video side. It's weird watching people and then actually meeting them. They're all very much who they are on camera. There's no, there's no um fakeness about it. Yeah, I look. I've been watching Open Boosters and um Edwin when bef- when they had separate channels. Yeah, right. I I've been look. I've been watching Rudy since before he had. I don't know. I think he had like fourteen thousand subs. Yep. I've been entrenched in that content for a very very long time. Yeah, and um you know uh unhinged magi magi they merged or. They're yep. doing content together because they've relocated. They live in the same area. You know, they. Um, I think they made some content. I didn't agree with it either. Okay, um, I think it was misguided. I think well, here's it was something that's common knowledge now. They had a meeting with James White about that. Yeah, look, and, and the thing is, I think going to that event, if we have to put a positive spin on it before I let you finish, going to that event, a lot of your arguments went out the window. Of course, I, I look. Like, I, I stay well out of that, yeah. especially on my channel. I don't, sure. I don't, I don't get involved in that. That's not my space. And you know, I met the guys for the first time. Mm. You know, as soon as I saw Rudy on the Friday, um, you know, you know, had had a quick, uh, had a, you know, had a quick embrace with him, and then straight away, I looked at um, Open Boosters and Edwin and shook my, shook their hand, introduced yeah. introduced myself. But I think to everyone him. did that. Yeah, of course. I think maybe some people gave yeah. him like a weird. But the thing is, that's the thing, and this is. They, they look. They they came across to me like very friendly people. Yeah. I'm gonna sound like a religious nut, but this is like what I saw through the event. James White knows exactly what he's doing. Of course, yeah. when you put people in a room, differences aside, th- there's still the animalistic, primal nature of yes. like very few people want confrontation face to face. Online's easy. It's mm-hmm. cheap. It's free. Mm-hmm. You. Can Say whatever you want mm-hmm. online. You can you can literally say whatever you want, but say it to most people's Jeez. face takes a whole different your 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 blood curls, you get sweats. Like if you're gonna confront if someone, there's like a real visceral if reaction. Look, if who I who had a confrontation at that no, event? No Thirteen hundred people from what we saw? One. No. That's a good point. Yeah. What, not today, it's but in a, the flesh and blood. Another time I'll give a I'll give a I'll give I'll give a very good example of a, uh, a a negative interaction that I witnessed on Magic the Gathering's first ever Mythic Championship that was done via the arena platform. Right. So basically it was a bunch of pros that sat in a room play behind computers, which I think is complete freaking rubbish. And I saw something that was actually piss poor, and that was basically because what happens is if you're so used to playing behind a computer, you lose that... You lose that um that finesse that touch that tact. bedside manner that tact exactly yep. you lose that you lose how to be a good person you know there's no there's no facade when I'm talking to you right now and I'm very passionate about that on my channel I talk about yep. that all the time and that's why I'm such a strong believer in flesh and blood and that's why I'm such a strong believer that it can enhance your life. And people Can I that add are sitting to that behind why the computer. It needs to be protected. 100%. As much fault as it has, if the game is still a vessel to bring people in front yes. of each other to play, yes. it could literally bring people out of suicidal tendencies because 100%. they're not alone. Exactly. It can actually form lifelong friendships. That's right. So be careful how much you attack something like that. You can you can have a voice and opinion, but I, I am very defensive exactly. about Look, it. Look, it yeah. gave me a, a new lease on life. Jeez, yeah. before flesh and blood came into my life, because I'd exited out of magic for, you know, 18 months or so, I 
pretty much became a workaholic. Like yep. I was just, you know, living for work and, you know, becoming somewhat miserable and I was driving, um, you know, the tan princess up the wall, no doubt. And this gave me a new lease on life. It gave me something to be passionate about because I, I, I love people. I love hanging out with people, networking, and the vessel that I enjoy how I enjoy to do that is through card games, TCGs, because I've had a passion for fantasy and 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 fiction since I've definitely I'm very a topic which you're going to hear on this podcast a lot. Yeah, the whole flesh and blood thing, it works. It does, <laughs> and it and it should only be treated positively. You start delving into some of the details and the meta, yeah. and do it. It's I'm not even saying not to do it, but be always take it back to what is the game for exactly. And what does it do? What does it bring to your life? Because if all you're seeing is, I bought a cold foil dusk blade and then I abandoned it and I hate the game, like, it's really not the game for you. Exactly. Not, like, exactly. Because you, you, by the way, you will be disappointed again and again. They print a game and then they make mistakes and they got to fix them. Look, the ga- the game is not for tracking your spreadsheets every week. Jeez, no. There's been times in the last fifty years. Look, I, I I like real estate. There's been times in Sydney real estate in the last fifty years where the market's gone sideways for twelve years. Yeah. So imagine if you know, the TCG market in Magic went sideways for seven or eight years. Like, why the hell are you looking at your spreadsheet every week yeah. on a market that's it's going also, sideways It's always weird to years. me, and we're obviously off on a tangent now, but... That's <laughs> what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> it's so weird to me that you're collecting something people play with instead of buying shares or equities or property or anything else. Even crypto is more of an investment tool than a card game is. Where's the? Aren't you doing it because like like car collectors do? Because there's some joy in it. So if you lose all your money, at least you have the car. Like th- that's the point, right? Is we open packs because there's a bit of gambling thrill, but then I actually have cards that I can play with. And if there's if if you're not deriving joy from that, you're in the wrong place. So you like if you only want to spreadsheet track as an example, there's so much more fulfilling, more established ways to do that. That's right. You know what I think. I think people don't do it because they're fucking bad at it. No, no, I'm serious. I think some of these guys, they wouldn't make it as a day no, trader. They couldn't get a job on Wall Street, so they do it in the card there's game. There's plenty of people <laughs> out there in flesh and blood giving so-called investment advice that don't know a fucking thing about investments. And yeah. Sorry about the cursing. And there's plenty of fucking don't people apologize. out there. It's called fucked. No, there's plenty of people that. out there in flesh and yep. blood that are giving game design advice that have no fucking authority They're receptionists on or game whatever the authority. fuck they do for like They've never created a game. <laughs> they've got no idea what By they're the way, doing. Even if you've created a game, you know, even if you have, if but, it wasn't a good game, you don't but have speak, an opinion. But it's like, yeah, yeah. okay, it's like, oh, hey, I created a YouTube channel 18 months ago and I like flesh and blood. Therefore, I'm an authority. Entitled. Yeah, I'm entitled or I'm an authority on TCG games, how they should be marketed how they should be developed, how they should be fucking yeah. run, and I'm an authority on market movements. And like, please settle down. <laughs> you literally aren't. You're not yeah. an authority. And you on know the, the one person in our space that is, and there's really only one obvious one, which is Rudy, who actually worked on Wall Street. He's still wrong a lot of the time, but. If you meet him in person, but even if you just watch his videos, he's 
truly passionate. The people that have he the most... He truly sto- loves it. Like, he, even if his collection goes to zero, yes, it had hurt him financially, but he truly loves that shit. Like, he's not he's not doing it for money with a full stop after it. There's more to it than The that. people that have the most authority or the best insights on these subjects make the less noise. Yes. Okay, I'll, I'll probably leave it at that. So, <laughs> what else did you do on Friday? Did you play in any side events at the Pro Tour? I played one side event the whole On time. Friday? <laughs> Yeah, it was a CC of. Mm, was it Friday? Yes, it was Friday. CC event. The I went three one, one with Don Blade Dory. The twelve o'clock one, the one I was in. The CC one. No, I played. I finished at eight, so I think I played the four o'clock one. So here's one more look. I'm not going to complain too much about the event, but I said this to people many times on the Friday. Are fucking Channel Fireball allergic to money? Are these tos not wanting <laughs> to make money? It was like weird. seriously. If you're running an event like this. And you're paying a day rate for a venue. Because I'm assuming you're paying Sell a day rate as you for can. a venue. Why are you not kicking off your side events at 9.30am? Well, that's I true was too. up. I was at the venue on Friday. We all were. Like I think I was there was at like 8.30. With, yeah. I think yeah. I was there at 8.30 in the morning. Like, and I things ha- they should have done for money. Yeah. If they had a proper place to eat. Like get a, get a food van outside that'll cook eggs in the morning, so people would go straight to the venue. And second, just start the event, dude. I was rolling start my the events. I was rolling my dice for that first CC event. I think it was one p.m. At which one p.m. Most so that, of us, most like think about it. We said thirteen hundred seventy-seven people. How many people were at the pro tour? Three hundred and something, right? Which means by day two, which is Saturday, half. So there's over a thousand people yeah. not there. I only got to yep. play. I only got to play one event on Friday. In an ideal world, I should have played minimum two. Yeah, minimum. Okay. Um, I Especially played blitz events. They're so quick. Three round blitz event. Like yeah. So, yep. w- but what was our? I think it was a. Was it a five rounder? It was. I you. I didn't play it. Yeah. So I think I, think I played a four round CC. I event. think it was five rounds. The event I played. I think I. I was rolling my dice. It was uh, advertised to start at twelve. I don't think I was rolling my dice to one. I I went three one one. Yeah. Um. In that event, so three wins, a draw, and a loss. Great event, by the way. But jeez, it should have started at nine thirty. Yeah. That was five Again, rounds. The one event I played, I left at eight thirty. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Which is true. Like unless ridiculous. you're in the calling or pro yeah. tour, Stupid. that's a lot for a side because literally like all my friends that I wanted to hang out with went and ate already. Yeah, it's like I finished that event yep. and whatever time it was, six, seven, yep. I'm just like, okay, am I going to enter in another event and leave this place at 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night? But again, the overarching thing is huge success. Like we're talking uh, yeah. 98% of that three-day weekend was positive. The few things are like again, yeah, it's like simple thing. Would have been great if it was earlier, but at the end of the day, um, it was run pretty well for how. Be- I think I actually think Channel Fireball underestimated <laughs> Flesh and Blood and that event because I don't think they even had the staff to manage that amount of people, mm. and that's that's what was breaking at the seams mm. more than the event being bad. So they li- literally didn't have enough, like. Yeah, it w- especially, which was, I thought usually these events would quiet down by the Sunday. Sunday was packed. Mm. Sunday was packed. That was the calling. But I had some really good, I had some really good games on Friday though. Yeah. Um, I played Reiner. That was my warm-up event. And and and, t- and like we said at the start of this podcast, 
I am a filthy Timmy player. I love playing the game. Throughout all three days, I played to the last round. A lot of people were coming up to me saying, why are you playing all the rounds? Like, I didn't go there to that event. Yeah. With That's my, a weird my thing intent for me. wasn't there to make content. Yeah. My intent was to meet people, connect with people, build memories, and play the game and enjoy the event. Yeah. And that's what I did. And on Friday, I had some fantastic opponents. Um, I had some really good opponents. And a big shout out to, um, you know, uh, you know the other genders out there, not just males. And over the weekend, I think I played against five or six females. Shit, yeah. I'd been playing Magic competitively, GPs all over the world, interstate, all through Australia, all massive tournaments. I've never paired into a female. I play one weekend of flesh and blood and I pair into five or six females. What does that tell you? Even my wife, she's been with the journey with me through magic and now flesh and blood. And she even tells me she is so much more attracted to flesh and blood. Yep. There's something about the game that is more inclusive. It's more inclusive. Maybe it's like I very uh, surface level, but the fact that there's like strong female there's characters. A, I think like there's they, a, like yeah. flesh and blood haven't. Like, I, I haven't done now that I think about it what the ratio is, but mm. it feels like it's half half, right? I just, like there's very strong heroes. I don't know if it's the artwork or the permanence on the battlefield. I don't know what it is. I'm going to talk to, you know, the Tam Princess about it more. But mm. I, pl- yeah, I was, it just, anyway, it was amazing. So yeah. my opponents on the Friday were fantastic. And um, I actually paired into my last round against um, Carolina, 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 I think it is. Uh, the lovely lady that Exude. won. Exude. Yeah. She won the um, fan cosplay so competition. I paired me, right? against her, Everyone against Dash. Said she won. She did. And then the guy that won the UPF tournament said he won. No, so no, no. Mu- no, no. So that, no, he did He because he won a Taylor. They must have crowned two winners. They had to. Well, she won a Taylor. I thought... That's my point. I think... So I, that I what seems to have happened, no one's confirmed it. There was obviously the two official cosplayers, Dory and Prism, walking around. I, I forget their names, but... They're both prominent cosplayers like that were paid by LSS or invited by LSS and got tailors. Then two more tailors were given because I think there was supposed to be a law book given to the runner-up. There was. so, But then there was no law book given to the runner-up. There was. was. a tailor and then the law book went to the UPF. Sorry, to the commoner. There's four tailors in the world right now. One of them's by a guy who won the... The uh, cap. Was that the captain? Yeah. Yeah, no, he didn't come first. I didn't say he came first, but he got given a tailor. Of course, yeah, that's fine. But he didn't win it. I guarantee you, Exude no, no, I know won Exude won, but clearly they gave him a runner-up prize, which is a tailor as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying it's great. I just oh. there were. Th- by the way, there was like the the guy that was dressed as a ninja. I was like hoping he would win. It looked so amazing. But yeah, they I can't had a give chats like, him. He was yeah, good. Yeah, but that cosplay competition was amazing. But yeah, the point is, is uh, yeah, I had some great games. Jeez, no, and the fe- Ex- like there was a female presence for sure. Yeah, like, there was a massive female like presence. It was awesome. They w- no one was shy. Like they were no. out talking. Everyone, Jeez. I think that they felt safe, as far as I could tell. Um, I, I'm telling you right now, yeah. I, 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 I got, I squeaked that win <laughs> against um um. Well, speaking Ca- of Carolina. females, um, one of the Australian females, Laura. Um, who's Luke Fletcher's partner from Melbourne. He's like rank one XP and one of the higher rated players in Australia. 
Saint was her first matchup, and she drew two hands with four reds and lost. And Saint was like, I feel bad because I'm not a real player. And she's clearly better, but um, that was her experience with Saint Hung. Imagine getting beaten by someone who, <laughs> I mean, he, he can play. He knows how to play. Yeah, he knows so how he, to play. He wouldn't have, you know, she flew from Australia to play the Pro Tour. She was hoping to do better than that. So what did you do Friday night? I, it's a blur to me now. I, I think, um, I'm trying to remember, I think I think I hung out with um, Chris and Richard. Maybe that's no. Maybe that yeah. Maybe that was the night where we sat in the lobby. You weren't there. No, I had a I had a um, I had a big night on Friday night. Okay, t- I would advise you not to do that. Okay, <laughs> if you're playing in the calling first thing Saturday morning, please get your sleep. But I couldn't sleep. I was so excited. I ended up um, connecting with a whole bunch of subscribers of mine. Yep. And uh, shout out to the North Carolina guys. <laughs> you know, some of my OG subscribers I met up with and I spent a lot of time with them over the weekend because um, that's the type of person I am. Um, I like hanging out with people and um, and it was fantastic. And they took me out for dinner on uh, on Friday night. We had, uh, I think they call it hibachi in America. We call it teppanyaki, right? Yep. So, you know, when the, yeah, yeah. Uh, the guy cooks in front of you, we had a Fun, fun night. That was right next to the venue. And then we ended up uh, bar hopping through Jersey that night and playing pool and going to a few unsavory venues. But, oh, my gosh, it was a lot of fun. And uh, I think I rolled back into my Airbnb at, jeez, I don't know, 2 o'clock, 2.30 in the morning. It was rough. See, that night I we went to Rudy's hotel. Everyone was in the lobby. And then I, I got to... I. Edwin and Dan and Rudy had play mats in front of them, flesh and blood ones. I'm like, do you guys play? <laughs> but Edwin's like... Yeah, they play. No, no. So Rudy and Dan, clearly way more casual. But I think they know how to play, but are not as like... They they weren't that... They were, but Edwin had his decks out, showing people, asking what did questions. He have out? Dash. Okay. And, and I'm looking and I see a rainbow foil pistol. I go... Aren't you like a magic millionaire? Like, what's going on? He goes, no, no, they're the like magic millionaires. Like, I've got a big collection, but like dwarfed by these two. So I gave him, you know, my my giveaway folder. See, people in the local seed know I've got a red folder that I give shit out. Mm-hmm. These guys, see, this is this is why I want this channel, right? I give away promos. I don't sell promos. It's not because I'm rich. By the way, I've never even referred to myself as rich or a whale. I want to be clear about that. Louis started the whale thing. He goes, can I title it whale? I go, you title it whatever you want. Crypto whale. Yeah, but not the case. I'm not worth anything over seven figures. I'm I'm just not. It's fact. So when I give stuff away, I could sell it. But I go, if I wanted an armory, I want it. So I'll, I'll keep the growth, like pass it forward type of thing. So I gave Edwin a cold foil uh, pistol and I gave Dan, who plays Ninja, a cold foil Kadachi. Now, that one's expensive. He was mind-blown. I'm like, no, no, but that's what we do. Like, if you come to our armories and you're a Ninja player and there's a cold foil Kadachi as a promo, you're probably going to get it if I'm around. And playmats, for sure. Playmats we give to new players if we can. Even when they're worth 100 bucks or were worth 100, 150, so like 80 US, it's a playmat. If they don't have one... And Fleshman doesn't really have like, oh, I can go up to the counter and buy a playmat, right? Right, right and it's just not a thing. Um, 
but yeah, we we uh, Philip McKay was with me, and we played a game and sort of talked them through it. Uh, I beat him again. <laughs> Shout out <laughs> Philip McKay. How'd he take that? <laughs> He's fine. I mean, you know, blitz it, blitz is blitz is so luck based. You know, on Kasai, if I get to do my thing and Briar doesn't get an extra turn. You know, it's always one turn away, right? Yep. Like, Blitz is never... CC, the wrong matchup, Olden versus Prism. Prism's got 38 health when the game ends, right? But in Blitz, if anyone has an extra turn in Blitz, the game is a different outcome, you know? it's more Blitz, I think, is more about playing tight and not getting tilted. If you lose in Blitz... You shouldn't always not blame yourself because you should look at to to improve, but fair enough amount of times it's not your fault. <laughs> or if you <laughs> their make deck one did what their deck wanted to do a little bit quicker than you did, or you simply lost the dice roll and that you know certain decks really profit from going first or going second. So you hung out with them Friday night. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that cool. was good. And it was more relaxed because we were just in the hotel lobby, ordered some pizza. Again, there's videos of this stuff floating around. I try not to record too much. I did a few shorts and stuff. But, um, and so then you played the calling Saturday. I did. I did. Very poorly on a three-hour sleep. Well, um, don't that's recommend why you it. didn't do well, huh? No, no, no. I wouldn't have done it well anyway. Look, I got exposed like a cheap date over there, I'm telling you right now. Um, predominantly here leading up to heading over in Sydney, you know, we've been playing Blitz, right? We've just came yep. out of skirmish season. A lot of the LGSs that we go to are very Blitz-focused. And two weeks before we went over to New Jersey, I started focusing on CC. And it's not enough. It's not enough. I had a great time. I did well in a bunch of armories. But uh, doing well in your armory team does not mean <laughs> you're going to do well at a calling. I can tell you that right now. So. No. I, I know, but geez, I had such a fun time. I played all eight rounds, I think it was, eight or nine rounds. I played the whole thing. I lost so many games. I made plenty of mistakes. And, you know, <laughs> I did also have a bit of bad luck. But that's because, uh, you know, I can't say I had bad luck. At the end of the day, if I was playing better, uh, I well, think I would have... fixes your luck. Yeah, I would have mitigated that luck. Yeah. But... There were a lot of um, clutch turns where I had to roll certain things and I fluffed it or I, you know, there, yeah, there were certain times I needed to flip a six and I didn't. But it did. that's the way it is because in Sydney, geez, I'd been having the best luck with Rhino. Like, <laughs> I'd been having so much good luck. I was on a streak for weeks and I weeks and weeks. I think CC, like, Blitz Rhino is a lot stronger than CC Rhino, I feel. Possibly, like yeah. As a deck, he can do bursts. In Blitz, you need one of those big bursts. But it was great. Yeah. Like, every opponent I played in the calling, my whole eight rounds or whatever it was, was awesome. Okay, I, so I didn't hear of anyone, like, cheating. Sure. I didn't no. hear of any, like, bad attitude I, stuff. I didn't... I had so yeah. many people, like, you know, <coughs> if you know me, I'm down to earth. The whole time I played every game, I sat down, I shook my opponent's hand or fist bumped him and said, hey, I'm Paul. At no time do I ever announce myself as a tall Timmy. I'm not. I'm not a. People s- didn't realize who you were. No, sometimes, did they? M- m- a lot of people didn't. My opponents. I had. I had about four or five people come up to me after my game, <laughs> say to me, "Why didn't you tell me you were the tall Timmy? I had no idea the whole <laughs> game." There's a couple of reasons. A, we had masks on, yes. so that threw people off. Yes. There were a lot and of. And you don't look as tall sitting down. 
You look tall, but also but I'd cut my hair that's a few true weeks too. before. Yeah. If people haven't been watching you, yeah, correct. So there were a whole bunch of reasons, but also I'm not um I'm In, not an incognito, Paul. Yeah, I'm not a self uh, a self obsessed or self indulgent person. I don't sit down and and it's not the Australian way. Australians aren't forward like that. I won't sit down. No, no, I definitely s- wouldn't never say, "Hey, I'm Fluke from Fluke and Box." Yeah, no, that, someone like recognize that, me. That's yeah. not. That's not not, it's not. not on my business card. And it's not <laughs> an Austra- It's definitely not an Australian way. So, yep. um, but I had some great games. I had some really fantastic games. I always. Hopefully my opponents, you know, that I played against came away from those games with a positive experience. You know, I really do practice what I preach on my channel and I always talked about people, where they were from, how they've been going, what have they been doing. Plenty of my opponents that I lost against were very gracious to walk me through the games, help me out. And pretty much the whole Saturday for me was playing flesh and blood. All I wanted to do was spend a whole day because you know at home I've got kids I've got work I wanted to play 10 hours of flesh and blood yeah and that's what I did and it was awesome I, I did the opposite it was awesome I wanted to play ended up filming a gazillion unboxing videos this is the big one with James White uh, opening an alpha case I won't let like, we've been it's an hour and 15 minutes in now not every Sweet. detail go find the videos if you're keen um but there was a lot of that type of content because that's when Rudy spent the whole day recording, hanging out. Um, that alpha box, w- uh, alpha case was insane because James White pulled a legendary and I got to ask some questions that people hadn't had a chance to ask before. Got some interesting answers. Um, very, very good day, but I actually came back to Sydney after going. I really miss playing Flesh and Blood because I, I literally played four games I played more than that, but I, I didn't play enough Flesh and Blood at the event. But I networked, talked to people. James White one as one of them. But that was it was good to actually speak in person. Um, can't remember Saturday night. Yeah, I'm I'm getting a little fuzzy on Saturday <laughs> night as well. Well, you would have been very tired. I was. I, I think like I remember maybe this was the night I spent with like Chris and Richard and Salty Whale. Michael and um, James Curry, that group. I think we just went to Chris's hotel room, opened some packs. I, I was pretty tired. I wanted to get home. Also, Grace was with me, so I was trying to, if she wasn't coming to Jersey, I'd go back to New York as early as I could I have be- dinner with her. I believe Saturday night on our end, we, I think I know, we. Uh, I, I, I linked back up with the North Carolina crew and we ended up going to... Um, a Colombian restaurant near where I was staying. Yep. And we had a very good meal. And then I think we maybe went to a bar for a drink or two. And then we went back to my Airbnb. And I think we uh, built decks and got prepared for the Battle Harden. Right. Um, had a few what practice was with games. people keep tagging us in Outbacks saying, hey, is this... <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know what? We I ended up eating at Outbacks. But you know that's an... By the way, Americans, Outback steakhouse is an american chain do you want me to give you a funny story how polite american people are because i'm telling you right now if i was saying this shit in australia i would have got <laughs> called out so for whatever reason for whatever reason <laughs> i thought that these few subscribers of mine from north carolina i thought they were from a mysterious state called south georgia right now there is no state 
I've never heard of South yeah. Jersey. I haven't either. But for the first two days, when I was introducing them s- to people, I was saying, <laughs> this is my friend Alex, this is my friend James, this is my friend Ronnie, and they're from South Georgia. And every game that I was playing in Flesh and Blood and people were saying, what are you doing tonight? I was saying, or today, or I'm hanging out with my friends from South Georgia. And at no time was I corrected. <laughs> at no time. And I swear these people... polite or they're like, oh, no, no, no. from like the they, southern they, part of Georgia. No, like. no, no. These people were looking at me like I had two heads. <laughs> and even these North Carolinans were so polite that they didn't want to break my heart and tell me that I was a fucking idiot. But, but, <laughs> I realised <laughs> on the third day <laughs> that I was t- such a moron <laughs> and that they were from North Carolina and, and su- South Georgia didn't even exist. And then it basically became a running joke for the last day, day and a half. Anyway, so another sh- – if you'd said that in Australia, you'd say that to the first Aussie. Immediately. And they'd immediately no, no look at you place. and they'd look at you and go, are you a fucking – Yeah, or they'd go bullshit. They, yeah, they just look <laughs> at you and go, what's wrong with you? Are you some sort of fucking dumb – like you would absolutely <laughs> get lit up, you know. So another, you know, uh, you know, yeah, the Americans are beautiful people. They definitely put up with my bullshit, that's for sure. So, so Sunday ended up being more packed than I expected. Like – yeah. I thought it'd die off, but you know, obviously the the Pro Tour was the Pro Tour final done by Sunday. No, Pro no, Tour the, final no, the top was eight in the morning. Was on, the top eight yeah. were on the Friday. Pro Tour, and they uh, slow Sunday. played that. They only did two matches at a time, so that they could all be streamed, which was great. Plus, the calling final was on. No. Calling day two was on. Uh, yeah, Sorry, the day final. two. Yeah, yeah like day the, two the, the, the end of the calling, yeah. the day two of the calling. But then the real big side events were hitting off the ultimate pit fight event and the commoner event. Commoner had like 200 people sign up to it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Guess who pl- won that? It was... Um, Fino Black. That's right. <laughs> but even Matty Folks, plenty yeah. of the pro players, yeah. were playing in commoner uh, instead of the battle hardened. By the way, this is why I don't like commoner. No, it's just because you've had the same thing. You're like, you can't call a format or a it's game casual, not casual. No, it's competitive. No, but literally, Finna Black's like, he made a video about his deck. He's like, this shouldn't exist. Yeah, like that's... <laughs> and, and they're all saying, if you play Commoner to win, make sure you go second. That's the only way to win. Yeah, it's more accessible. I can... It's sure, it's more accessible. Yeah, but it's not more fun. No. Or no, more balanced. It's not saying it's more fun. And it's, it's definitely not more balanced, is what yeah, I'm saying. It's, it's yeah. just as competitive, but it's more accessible. That's it. That that yeah. in my mind, that's it. Yeah. Um, that, but to me, that's like saying a bike is more accessible than a car. It's like, yes, it is. Doesn't do the same thing. Doesn't really get you prepared to drive either. If you're gonna drive, you need to drive. Buy a cheap car before you buy yeah. a bike. And flesh and blood don't design sets. Uh, LSS doesn't design sets around commoner. Commoner is no. just a byproduct. The classic it's battles, just a byproduct. I, I believe that's they are more designed because there's some common, there's some commons in the classic battles that have been spoiled mm. that immediately I went to. Oh, there's gonna be great in commoner, right? It's a, but he, this is the thing again. Part of why this channel exists, commoner feels like one of those things where flesh and blood is just like, okay, guys, you want commoner, have it. 
because the fucking community want it. I still disagree with its existence. This isn't magic. It's not pauper. You don't need it. The game, yes, tunics are expensive, but it's telling, like, why would you want your friend to join a game where Fino Black, who's arguably one of the best players in the world, just slaps him? It's actually you'll have a better chance against Fino Black in a real event than you would in Commoner because these guys can pick apart. They can look at it. Sorry, Fino. You can look at, you can look at, they look at the cards and the maths and they go, what's broken? And it's always easier to find the broken stuff in the in the game mode that's not being balanced. Hey, look, this is what spikes do. They play to exploit the game. But that, that makes that's it worse that, for new players. I know, but that, <laughs> that, that that's what these people do. Even my best mate there in the UK, Matty Folks, he came <laughs> up to me giggling like a I fucking... I gave him such a hard time, man. He, he was giggling like a, a pig in shit. He was coming <laughs> up to me saying how broken Chain was in, in Commoner, yeah. and he was showing me his cards. He's like giggling like a schoolgirl, yeah. saying, oh, I can't believe it. This is crazy. It's so OP. So, team, Commoner does not equal casual. Well, we're it doesn't correct. mean That's casual. By the way, talking of UPF Ultimate Pit Fighter, I thought it was casual. They had a tournament. I didn't know I would have joined. For sure would have joined. And then you've got a gold foil on the table with the final five players. I'm like, wait, they're giving away gold foils at a UPF event? I don't think it was announced before the event. I think they kind of let people join. But Taylor won that, which is crazy because Taylor didn't exist before that freaking event. Um, who was the pilot? Who won that? I don't remember his name. Um, but he's the he's the Cavdan the Cavdan uh, cosplayer. Okay, that that's he, he won it. I thought he'd bought it because I I heard that exude confidence. Carolina, she won. So I assume there's only one winner. So I even told James White. He's like, who who won it? I go, someone on Taylor. He goes, wait, a guy. He must have. Uh, no, I told him the guy bought it because I heard one sold. And I told him wrong information because I thought, well, the fucking... So what did you do on Sunday? So Sunday... Just, just chilled. Just uh, chilled. There were um, a bunch of my, my subscribers, Heather, Laura, and Devon. That's right. You guys were sitting down doing because history they pack couldn't giveaways. get into events and stuff. So And, mm. and they were newer players. Uh, Laura, definitely newer. And so was... Um, so... Uh, Heather was playing, whether it was a Blitz event or whatever, so I hung out with the other two, actually jammed some games. I put out a thing saying, if you come and beat me, you get a pack. I went undefeated. <laughs> I didn't. Devin beat me once, but, I mean, the people that turned up to play, they all got a pack anyway. Um, to be honest, I was pretty wrecked. Um, like, being on your feet in that three days. But it was it was amazing. Like, you didn't feel it at the time. But, I'm again, it's all a blur now, I think, because how tired you actually were. Your brain just doesn't remember everything. But yeah, I got to the Sunday, and I was like, geez, I probably should do a little bit of filming. Yeah. Like, I did a bit of a shorts for the calling after each round. It's hard. And the only way to yeah. do it, I think, it would have been to find someone local who's not that keen on playing. Go, look, here's a hundred bucks for the day. Follow me around with a camera. Exactly. But maybe next time. Yeah. Well, thank <laughs> God I've got Princess Spike. Because also, Sydney. like, uh, look, Paul and I went with the same logic. Pro Tour One, don't miss it. Don't miss we're, it. We're part of the game. Yeah. We're even part of the game's folklore now as content creators. If the game lasts 15, 20 years. Or more people are gonna go. I oh, remember, like tall Timmy, right? Look, I, I, we, I wouldn't have missed it for the world, but I definitely didn't want to 
experience it behind a camera. When I hear the OGs talk about the first Pro Tour for Magic, yep. you know, I just, I get goosebumps, yep. right? I, I get a visceral feeling. I get emotions of, you know, FOMO, jealousy. God, that sounds so good. I wish I was there. We got to experience and something better by by all rights. Exactly. We got to experience the same thing for Flesh and Blood. Because James there was White was so in the building. How like many people were saying... When we landed there, like people from back home, yeah, saying, "Fuck, we wish we had gone." Yeah, I c- I'm not going to name names it's now because I just wouldn't. Re- There's is, many so people we I think know that way the same as I liked. I if I'm going to regret something, I'll do it. Yeah, exactly. Look, yeah. I didn't want people to go into debt and stuff over this trip, but, but there were many. You should have put that on your credit card, taken some <laughs> singles. No, it's true. There were I many would have nearly given you the advice, look, of like, don't miss a lifetime opportunity to. There see were it, people yeah. that we knew in Sydney that were umming and ahhing about going, that I can that should I, have gone. They should have gone, and they regretted it. And I'm sure there was the same thing that happened. So again mandate of this podcast my channel if you're in two minds about going to an uprising event if you're in two minds about oh, going the to world, world premiere, premiere go. Go. go just bloody go and by the way if you're worried about the ticket i'll put a public offer out there i'll buy your ticket give me the promos like don't use that as an excuse i could tell you now that dragon play mat more than likely is going to cover your ticket if you flip it on the day. I could but sell my Yorick and, pla- and sleeves and all that now if I wanted to. And it would have covered our yeah, Right now it covers you. Like, listen, if you can't afford to go, I'll buy your ticket. Give me the promos. Like, there go, you go. go play. Because you're going to get six packs. Remember, part of your entry is six packs. Every win is an extra pack. Six wins is a box. And I might announce this right here, right now. I'm going to be going to the uh, world premiere and I'll be playing um, of course but I will be there with the new uh, battles deck yes okay with the Dory Reiner of course I'm going to be playing Reiner and I'm going to have a booster box with me uh, yet to be confirmed what set it'll be but there'll be different moments throughout the day I'll be set up with the mat and I'll have them those decks out and if you play me and beat me you'll get a booster pack so please, if you see me floating By the way, around, that means you have to play Dory because he won't. That's right. I'm not playing Dory. No <laughs> way. I'm playing Rhino. But if you beat me, you get a pack. If uh, yeah, if you definitely go to that event. By the way, there's a rumor. There's a rumor that some big wigs from LSS are coming to the Sydney event. We we've yet to get confirmation, but don't miss it. Oh. Again, it's a world premiere. It's like a week earlier than the set, a yeah. full week. If you're in New Zealand and you're in Southeast Asia, I'd really encourage you to come. If uh, you can tie it into a work trip or family visit mm. or whatever, um, I think it, I think it's around 200 people have signed up already. 200 teams? No, people. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't. I, I don't think Sydney will hit 200 teams. That's a lot of people. That's a lot. Maybe. Mm-hmm. What did we have at Nationals? I was thinking we'd get 100 teams, 300 people. 100 teams. Sorry, that's what you're saying. 100 teams. Yeah. 100 teams is 300 people. Yeah. Again, I, I don't really care. I want to go and play, but I think it'll be a very big event. It hasn't been a big event in Australia for a while. So we have the, we have the premiere on the Friday. Friday's a sealed event, so you get six packs yep. and like an hour to build a deck. That's all right. by yourself. It's not draft. It's not super complicated. You just 
Then the calling starts on the uh, Saturday. Team okay. Blitz. And then if you don't, day two, I'm presuming you're There's a battle hardened. battle hardened on the Sunday. What a great But also long side weekend. events. You can yeah. buy play mats for tickets. Like I'm saying, guys, there's only three of these events happening that weekend in the world. If you can go, you can probably profit from selling the promos immediately anyway. And it's in Sydney City. It it's is in expensive. The Paul's talked about this. It's overpriced, but... Yeah. You will probably be able to sell those promos because you get dragon sleeves, dragon playmat, six packs of uprising. Technically, you can immediately drop the sealed event and sell your sealed. Like I'm telling you, you'll get the tickets back mm. if you don't do anything. If you just want to turn up, hundred mm. uh, percent, the ticket money back. But anyway, so let's go back to Sunday at the Pro Tour. <clears throat> I played the battle hard and I had a fantastic time. And uh, you know, again, big shout out to um, you know. Uh, cosplayer another cosplayer she dressed up as Icelander mm. she's being a twin at Elaine <laughs> I paired into her at the she's uh, got a new podcast coming yes that's right with Melody Melody how are you and um we uh we paired into each other at Battle Harden and another tight game but she got me jeez it was fantastic game and she basically got asked on a Twitter she said what was your what was your favorite game during the weekend and she actually <laughs> called me out and said uh, yeah. playing against a tall team was a favorite game so you know I had a spectacular game and Elaine well done on that win so <clears throat> Sunday was awesome I had some really good opponents and just basically calling out the people I know I know by name but I'll do a deep dive on my channel yeah to go into all that but that was fantastic and then Again, uh, Sunday night, uh, Sunday I did a lot of filming. I did a lot of uh, little captures with other content creators. Yeah, I'm drip feeding them on my channel, just little grabs I did with people. And then uh, I did the old uh, Korean barbecue on the Hudson River in New Jersey. Beautiful location on the Sunday night. And then uh, we had a nice long Korean barbecue. We had all intentions of hitting the bars on Sunday night for one last night. We got to our first bar at Hoboken, had one drink, and basically done. <laughs> All the tightness caught up, yep. and it's like, it's time to go back. Also, the, there was that immediate like sadness. It's like, oh, got to think of going home now, yep. the trip, saying goodbyes. Like, I, I did, um, basically, I made one more. The video I posted yesterday, me and at Saint's house with Richard opening some alpha. That was... The Monday. The that was it, yeah. Like, yeah. I tried to just see him one last time. Say it was amazing. Like, he donated amazing. an alpha case, like, to yeah. get open. I mean, donated is a strong word, but he let people open it. He let the public open it. Um, that's on top of, like, paying for dinners when he was out, working out CFB drama behind the scenes and basically making sure everyone's welcome because it's close to his city, his home. But it definitely the star, like, he, he did a lot. He is. He look, did a lot. look, Saint's amazing person. Met him for the first time. Really did. Um, really did treat us. Yeah. And um, you know, generous with his time. Very hospitable. Um, you know, there's not much else I can say about that. You know, uh, we're fortunate. We're living in a time in flesh and blood. Even though the game's expanded, the game's growing. It's still a small community. Yeah. Well, you got you know? to talk, or like if you were there, you got to definitely shake James White's hand if you wanted to, take a photo if you wanted to. Let's talk about that James interaction with James White. That was fun. It was. <laughs> well, I, look, he did not have to spend that much time talking to everyone. 
mm-hmm. and signing and taking photos. Because even at the banquet, the second he walked in the building, a, lo- a line formed. It was mocked. And it never went away. It was his birthday. Oh, really? Did, did I tell you about my interaction with him the very first time? No. So I lined up. No, On the no Thursday? Yeah. No intention of taking a photo or getting anything signed. I'm not wired that way. I don't want someone to sign something for me or, like, take a photo. Like, I, to me, if I'm a fan of yours, I want the experience of, like, shaking your hand and telling you I'm a fan. That's what I want. Get to the get to him. He's like, John, how are you? Good to see you. Make sure we hang out this week. And I go, you look tired. <laughs> and he goes, I'm very tired. I haven't slept yet. I go, do you want me to thin out the crowd a bit for you? <laughs> I'm Lebanese. You did tell me this. <laughs> and um, he laughed, which is a good sign. And that was that. He forced me to take a photo, like legit. It's like, no, no, we're taking a photo. And it's like my favorite photo from the event turned out very good. I'm happy I have that. Now that I've got it, I'm happy I did. Um, But it was impossible to like get time with him because it was maybe like on a negative side, people would be careful of like demands there. It's his event. He was very clear about not taking photos and signing unless it's between certain times. Like, he literally dedicated time to be at the booth and do it. And it wasn't, by the way, there were artists there selling signatures. James White didn't sell shit. He could have charged 150 bucks a signature and made ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 easily. Easy. He didn't. But you gotta you got to read between the lines. A very nice, generous Kiwi man. Leave the guy alone. Go up and be quick. Don't take... Like, people were lining up and then their mates were... Bring, like, they're texting their mate and then their mates would bring over playmats and stuff to sign. Like, someone tried to sell an alpha box, an empty one signed by him. Guys, just... He's still human, right? And what you don't want is to turn it into where he turns up to events and he's got a security guard or a recept or an or a assistant and he doesn't do anything. Be respectful. Listen, if you want something signed, go up to him and say, man, I'm a huge fan, please sign this for me. One fucking thing. Be res- like, just te- just uh, like be empathetic. Look around. There's thirteen hundred people. I think it's easy for us to say that in a way because, again, I don't want to go on against the cultural differences, sure. but you know, the Australian, the Kiwi ways. We're not. How do I put this? We we're we're respectful and we don't. Uh, when it comes to people of prominence or, or inverted commas, famous people, uh, we like to give them space here, okay? Like, it, it, I guess it may be a cultural thing. I don't know what you think, but for example, I saw James, you know, throughout the whole weekend, mm. okay, in a distance with lines and all of that. And from my perspective, I didn't want to take up his time, okay? I, I literally, geez, the guy lives a stone throw away from us. You know, I could jump on a plane and, you know, beat his front door in two and a half well, hours. We should fly him here for funder. That's yeah. What we should do. It's going to happen. <laughs> so, like, I didn't really want to hop in a line and spend 10, 15 minutes, whatever, chatting to the guy when there's folks that have lined up yep. for hours that may be from overseas or from some small town in America. Or it might be their only chance to It'll be their only chance to meet him. And I I just felt like I didn't want to take that time. So I didn't didn't basically, I I didn't do that. I just respected him. I didn't, you know, I'm not that way inclined anyway. It's, it's, 
it's just not the way we're built over here. You know, we, I just I just don't conduct well, myself I, that part way. Part of it is is he's not built that way. Like he's no, also he's not. not acting like a celebrity. There's it, no security. No. There's no exactly. There's no like um, assistant coming and grabbing him, saying, "Hey," like because he was late to everything because he'd be in line and it's yeah, supposed to end at right. a certain time. And I just saw him briefly. Yeah. I think it was the Sunday. Yeah, he was walking out the front, and I had a play mat that I really wanted to give him, and I was out the front. I think I was talking to um. Team Covenant at the time, possibly. Yep. Shout out. Love you guys. And Were they both there or just Zach? No, it was just Zach. Yeah. And I was talking great to him. Guy. Great guy. In person. Guy. Like even I'm better, telling yeah. you, dude. Yeah. Everyone's great. Dude, dude. he's so lovely. Except he, for Matt Folks. He's a li- and what a head of Matt hair. Folks told me he'd win and he fucking didn't. What though. a head of hair. Zach has a yeah, head of hair, all right. <laughs> Jeez, he's got some locks on him. Yes. And, um, you know, anyway... James came and I just went up to him and I just said, listen, I just, he was like in a rush. Yes. He was obviously rushing to get somewhere. I just said, hey, James, here's the mat. I don't want to take any time. And he just said, I've got your number. I'll call you soon. We'll have a drink. And I just yep. said, all good. Like it didn't, it didn't, it didn't affect me in the slightest. Yep. You know, like I didn't go, basically what I'm saying is I didn't go to Jersey to meet James, you know, or, or take that away from other people. Because like I said, like you said, I'm sure there was plenty of people that event that spent time with James, had a photo, got a signature, and maybe that'll be the only time they'll see James yeah. and experience. I don't, that. I don't have any issue with that. I, I like you know. I said, I'm I'm more talking about the people. It felt like that entire the entitlement, yeah. the 10, 15 items you're but carrying around. It's or whether yeah. there's like a line of fifty of people, course. and you're and you're like, but can I take a photo on this phone? But can I take a photo on this phone? Uh, and, look, uh, but you know, like I was, t- I was told it is, but. <laughs> It's funny that you say that though. I was told by some some of my American subscribers, yep. and it's very unnatural for me. Probably is for you too. That when it comes to self promotion, I was told anyway. Okay, this is my uh, this isn't sure. my opinion. I was told this that you know Americans, if they think that you're Verticom's famous or a YouTube content creator, they actually expect a certain amount of self-promotion yeah they expect you to conduct yourself in a way that you are geez don't take this out of contents above or not above but you're you know they're very much into status and um uh, they have more of a class class, class, a class system, system than we do yes. we don't have that here okay yeah. in australia i'm not saying everyone's equal here but we we're not like that here okay it's like, a bit less um people worship Exactly, we don't have... Oh, look, I've run into Tony Abbott on a plane. No one gives a fuck. Yeah, people don't <laughs> like, care Do you know here. what I mean? He's the ex-prime minister. Like, in the US, when people see the ex-president, they go, Mr. President. Yeah. No one calls Tony Abbott prime minister anymore. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you like, say, hey, Tony, how the no, fuck no, are you? No one even does that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's that, that that's my point. It, it's it's basically like... It's different. It's, it's a maybe different maybe culture. Maybe it's a slight cultural thing. It's yeah. a cultural thing. But, but, but again, take, trust me, It's it, even from a cultural thing, it can be right and wrong, like... Be respectful. He he was giving so much of himself, and and be aware of like how much it takes out of someone. Like spend their entire event, yeah, for you, like standing, basically the whole time to take photos and sign but stuff. But did you feel as the event wore on, more people were coming up to you? Yeah, like from Thursday to Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I did. Like because well, also because people started to recognize me with yeah. the mask and I mean, going wait or like people told them, hey, that's fluke. 
<laughs> I you think know, that happened. Yeah, come yeah. Sunday, I felt like I had Sunday was. I think Sunday was the busiest day. It felt the busiest. Like the yeah. amount of bloody playmats and cards and photos oh, that I sure. got asked to on Sunday, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, for what sure. the hell? Do you really want to see how bad my handwriting is? Like it's absolutely I disgraceful. Kept asked, Do you want me to sign as Fluke or John? Or yeah, both? yeah. Like, it was, you, you know, I've never signed anything before for like a a fan or or like another person that wants to commemorate an event with me. I've never. But if you see, I'm sure I'm speaking on behalf of um, Fluky too. If you see us at any of these oh, events up to me. overseas, yeah, I'm not James come Wyatt, up to care. us and talk to us. Don't feel because you know. Again, I was told through some of my subscribers in America is people might get hesitant of coming up to you Don't, if yeah. they think you're a inverted commas big deal. Jeez, we are not a big deal. No, I can no. tell you that. But also Come James White is the Talk same. I bet you James White say the same. He'd be like, I'm not a big deal. Come up to me. I'm saying be respectful, but be respectful with me too. If, like, if you come up and I need to go and play my event, common sense is no one did this to me, but if I had an event, common sense says like, take up enough time or the right amount of time if I also have to run to it. Or if there's 50 people waiting to talk to me, take up the, a reasonable amount of time. Take up enough to get your fill, but... You're saying you don't want anyone to slap your ass? Is that what you're telling me? Did ass slapping happen? <laughs> that I wasn't aware of? <laughs> I wish it James, did. Did James White get <laughs> I wish his I did. ass I'd, I'd love my ass slap before <laughs> round one of the calling. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't... Um, no. Um, well, I think it's probably a good place to end. We're an hour and 44 minutes in. Oh, By the way, we could talk forever. We we drive an hour every Friday um, to Blood Rush, and we pretty much talk the whole time on the way up, way back. Uh, any last thoughts? Um, Don't worry about the list. We're never going to get through the list. We, yeah. had, we had, I had a list printed. The main thing was we wanted to catch up about the Pro Tour. Yeah. That's what we did. Now you know what the podcast will sound like. Yeah, what does it sound like? What's the audio like? What's yeah, the let film? us know. Let us know. We, we will have some sections. I think we sh maybe should have done E-Strike versus C-Strike earlier in the pod, but <laughs> we'll do it next time. We'll next time. Our logo, uh, thanks to Paper Collective, although I think they contracted an artist. So I'll find out who, if there was someone else. Um, but uh, E-Strike versus C-Strike is going to be us disagreeing on stuff. But we actually do disagree. I think E-Strike's better. He thinks C-Strike. E-Strike is C-Strike being Celestial Cataclysm. E-Strike is the most... But we're, we're going to make sure there's there's difference of opinion on this podcast. Yeah. As often as we can. Yeah. 100%. Even if it's just purely for devil's advocacy. it I th You know in, in Arabic, because you have some Ar Arabic heritage, do you know what... Um, a devil's advocate. Just say the bloody word. Well, in Arabic, it's the devil's lawyer. Oh, really? Which is a way better way to say it. It just doesn't sound as good. Okay. Like the guy defending the devil is like, does it make sense? Like See, advocate I, tell the tell <laughs> everyone out there what I wanted the name of this podcast to be, but he he bloody refused to say. I it. did. I didn't refuse. Oh, you wanted the Lebanese one. Was <laughs> What did you want it to be called? <laughs> Flesh, what was it like? Uh, flesh and blood down under Yalla or something? Yeah, Yalla. Hey, I opened up, I swear, the first pack of flesh and blood to be opened up in the Middle East was me. And that was in my layover in you Dubai. Can't really the first it one. It must have been. I'm who, sure, no, because they who, got like magic collecting stuff. Those guys would have bought uh, packs on eBay. Are you sure? Yeah. I, I don't know about that. Show me the receipts, baby. <laughs> I have a photo of me opening up a pack in the Dubai airport. Maybe as, you are. And as far as I'm concerned, I opened up the first pack of flesh and blood. And I can tell you right now, 
if any of you out there from the Middle East and you have an LGS or want to run an armory, oh, for sure. please contact me. I would <laughs> love to get behind. My grandmother is from Lebanon. I would love to get behind the first armory in the Middle East. Look, I have a lot of family in Lebanon. Well, I let's, could let's make it but happen. Lebanon's like going through some stuff right now. All right, where are yeah. we going to have it? Israel? I'm not fussed. <laughs> Can't say that, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't have a horse in that race. Um, but no, guys, segments will come. Guests are 100% coming. So we want this, but but we talk enough as it is with each other. We want guests, so that will happen. Uh, some of you will be the guests. Like a hundred. I had Ooh. a I had one stream with Silly Turtle. Who's Silly Turtle? So one of my like OG fans, OG members. He's a guy from um. WA, he, he's, did he win or What's no, the he, username? Username Silly Turtle. Turtle. Yeah, okay. he, was, he wants to start Turtle Gaming in, in WA. Anyway, the point was I got him on to just chat to him and it ended up being one of the best like chats. So we should definitely bring some, some of our, we could even just do a giveaway and get a fan on as the guest of the show. Yeah, that sounds good. Why not? Um, but that's it. Closing thoughts? Closing thoughts Welcome are, to Funder. Welcome to Funder. This is amazing. Um, I hope it's been a good experience. We're going to take you on some serious journeys. And I can tell you, once we hit our stride, once we hit our rhythm, um, it's going to get pretty wild. So, guys, subscribe. We're at like 150, 160 as of filming. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll do some giveaways. Also, help us grow because we will probably get extra promos and stuff from LSS as well. So... Um, I do actually, I do have an extra set of heralds because I won an extra set of heralds. I will give it away on this channel. But guys, subs... And these are weekly, right? Weekly episodes, we're committing to we're these weekly. We're planning to on, on Thursdays, our time. Yeah. yeah. But this first one might take me a minute to Yeah, it could, edit, be, could be released on a Friday, but yeah. they're weekly releases. Weekly at this point. Yep. Um, all right, guys. We're going to sign off. We're going to... It's late here, so we're going to go back to families and duties and, and get ready for tomorrow. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We don't have an outro. We haven't thought about that. You have a good <laughs> night and cheers. Good night, guys. <laughs>